2: This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey.
3: good morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show i'm captain mickey eastman and producing the outdoor show this morning is jake all right it's 603 here in the bayou city let's head down corpus christi way and let's check in with my good friend captain cliff Webb. cliff what's happening morning mickey what's on your agenda (laughs) <laughs>
0: well it finally got a little calm wind this morning it's uh yeah i was
3: looking up down the coast i'm going hey cliff might be going to the surf today
0: <laughs> that's what i'm trying to do It's uh i was out there yesterday and it about nine o'clock the green water started coming in for the first time uh got some blue water coming in you can see some mullet in the surf and uh,
3: Cool. I got a
0: call from my buddy, my guy that fishes the beach every day, Bob, the guy the fly rod that goes up and down the rocks, you know, and right. the milk tarp, and tarpon. He's there every day, and he ain't caught a fish. In, I don't know how many days, like fifty <laughs> days or something. You know. He's a
3: grinder, isn't he? <laughs> he
0: dude, I'm gonna tell you why. There's, you know, and people say, "Well, how come he? Well, he fish every day. You know, you're gonna have that one day." Well, he's caught some trout yesterday on his fly rod off the, in the surf, so that was the first sign, you know, we've got something coming in. And, and my grandson, I'm surfing my grandson my grandson goes to the surf and I say, Cab, you think there's any fish? He goes, uh, no mullet, no trout. <laughs>
3: no mullet, no trout. Surf. No bait.
0: There was, was no it was no mullet in the surf. He looked out there and he goes, No, nope, no mullet, no, no trout. Grabs his boogie board and takes off, you know, it says he ain't about to fish train <laughs> ain't no mullet. But he is trained so good, man. He sounded like a little miniature guide already. But uh it's good stuff. I Make mean, I, I have the boat on the trailer. I just been hanging out the beach a lot. Uh Laguna Madre's gonna Slow down here a little bit with traffic wise. School's getting ready to start here on the night. So things are getting ready to put the brakes on for traffic now. But, uh, you know, the bay fishermen are catching, lure fishermen are, you know, I'm going to talk to the guys. I, I talked to Hudson um, or got a text from him. It's the same thing in the back of the bay, on as it is in the front. You got a pretty good bite by 8 o'clock. The trotter really shutting down, you know, just mm-hmm. simply because of heat. Um, the double D has been hosing them because there's so many shads still in our system. You know, it's, uh, it's the guys that are fishing. Just we we've been kind of running the same pattern all summer. We start out with something on top, then end up dragging the bottom with the with the swim bait. You know, like a Laguna right. shrimp or a Little John, something on in, in, you know, on the sand later on in the day, and that's the same pattern they're on. You know, right now, mm-hmm. right, uh, it's just you know hot weather and just the the time the time of the year it is. But uh, I think it's the same way up and down the coast. Uh, looking looking, listening to you guys too, it sounds like you're you're the same thing.
3: Early morning bikes, yeah, it's uh, not much of that either. <laughs> you better get them, yes, sir. You yes, better sir. land on better them quick, them, buddy.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, did you hear that Chris Culture and Julie caught that new uh, state record? Uh, uh, Pompano Dolphin in the Gulf?
3: No, I didn't hear that.
0: Yeah, Julie caught a new state record. Uh, that was last week. I forgot to tell you last on the show, but uh,
3: how big was I that? got a call, it's,
0: uh, it's nine pounds, it's a Pompano Dolphin. Wow. Uh, and and you know, I look at I look at the picture of it, and it just looks like a dolphin. And it's something to do with the tongue, the tongue square, one square, one round, mm-hmm. or something. But you know, they knew about that. But uh, she was pretty excited about that catching a state record in the in the Gulf. Uh, I, you know, there's so many fish that exist. I don't even know what what they are out there. But uh, congratulations to Julie on her on her fish. That's really awesome. Yeah, it's just. Uh, been hearing some great fish being caught. They caught a big old 11-foot tiger down the beach the other day, you know. I've been hearing some, some good beach stories. Big old tiger. Now, you're not catching – you guys aren't catching your fish in the surf now, are you? Is, is Charlie catching them in the surf like he normally does this time of year? Man,
3: uh, no, they haven't been able to get out there due to the, you know, the southwest rough, yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah, it's rough. But, uh, well, today
0: it's laying down. Today I think we're going to see some people in the surf. It's – uh I think it's one, one-and-a-half-foot uh, seas today, so maybe we'll get out there. But, um, I, the only report, I've, a decent report I've had is from the land cut, and uh, Dr. Craig was down there with these kids for a couple of days. And, you know, they, it's the same thing. They get a little bite on drop-off in the morning, but you can see some fish up in the flats, he said, but, boy, they are, they are hard to get to bite with this heat. And uh, what, what really helps you in the land cut is the barge schedule. If you can get that schedule and schedule those and fish the land cut those days, you don't have a lot of barge traffic. You'll do so much better. But if Mm -hmm. you go down there sometime on a Friday when you got 15 or 20 barges coming through that cut, you're not going to do as well. You know, they just really blow them off the edges. So, but that's that's a good spot in the summer with the with the deep water. You You got eleven 12 foot of, of deep sand you'll catch some fish down there but you, if you're gonna burn an hour running down there fifty miles down there you you better you better be sure there's some fish down there because that's a lot of gas a lot
3: yeah of gas. i mean if you make the you make the commitment to go there you got to fish it out man you got to yes fish. sir and
0: normally this time of year was always a good call for me you know to go down there but uh this year I'll tell you with the bars traffic it's hit and miss it really is um, you know, if I had some guys that wanted redfish, Mickey, redfish is good. I'm seeing the guys at the at the clean table catching plenty of reds and drum. You know, but uh, the amount of people we have from out of town, from all over, is just amazing. The amount of people we have from all up down the coast are down here now. So, really, that will yeah, that will probably go away once school starts. But you know, everybody's on vacation, comes down to Corpus, and uh, you know, Harlingen has some of the best fishing right now. The, up and down the coast so we have a lot of a lot of out-of-town people here and that's one of the reasons that we are signed that petition to leave it at three because you know the less fish you take out of here the more fish we're going to have for you guys when you come back so it just well, makes sure. a lot of sense you know and uh i think scott murray really hit the the nail on the head when he's talking about why we're we taking out the breeder stock and that's true you know if you want to bring it back to five but let's let's leave our breeder stock let's leave our fish over 20 inches so they'll always be there And you said something really smart about when you had those fish all grouped up like that, that time back in, I think it was 19, when was that, 2015, 16, when y'all had all those fish grouped up from the freshwater?
3: Oh, yeah. That was uh, three years of that. And you could see from each year in 15, they were all big fish, man. I mean, it was like Uh four to six pounders everywhere with sevens and eights mixed in. Right. I mean, then the following year, when the same thing happened, those fish were half the size. Oh, and then yeah. the following year after that, it was half of that. And now we're where we're at, you know, with the, mm-hmm. you know, Ike. And, it don't and make then any difference along came Ike in yeah. 2017, yeah. Yeah. and that was right. just, oh, it just, it just. And that's what kind
0: of the downfall right there, wasn't it, when you guys really started losing yeah, your yeah, fish? Yeah, that's when it really, you
3: but, right. you know, actually after that, Compared to now, I, we actually had better fishing in 18 and 19 than we do right now, even after uh-huh. the Ike Ike deal. But it uh, yeah. it changed a lot of things in our ecosystem. I mean, look at the pollutants that came down all our tributaries with 53 inches of rain. I mean, goodness. Oh, I can gracious. imagine. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, the whole bay smelled like raw diesel and raw gasoline, <laughs> oh, and man. and just you know everything it it uh it cleansed everything on the high ground but it sure dirtied our bay up big time with all those Mm -hmm. pollutants that makes Mm -hmm. a difference people don't realize what that does yeah we see the
0: difference we see the difference and you know you talk about water quality well also water circulation so you know i've lived here all my life and uh before Packery, we had no oyster reefs in Upper Laguna Madre. We have, we have at this right. time of year, in the summer, our water was so dingy in the Upper Laguna Madre because it had no circulation. It would become stagnant. Well, now our Laguna Madre is beautiful. Even in the summer, you know, we have areas of crystal clear water. We have oyster reefs. We have tons of bait going in and out of the Gulf. And even though we don't have a low in the Gulf right now, bringing in some, some really fresh water, there is a circulation, you know, for the first three or four miles around Packery. And mm-hmm. believe me, that does make a difference. because even if we don't sure. have we don't have the tides. We have what they call wind-driven water. And so, for instance, we've had over, I think two months of southwest wind. What southwest wind has done is pushed all the stagnant water back out of Alazon into the front of the bay. And as soon as we get a big flush, it's going to change things. It's going to push fresh water back in the back of Alazan. So it is a water change, you know, right. and we're getting wind moving. So, it wouldn't, it wouldn't come back in if it wasn't for Packery. Just think about it, all blows out. It would take years or months for it to come back in. But with Packery, all we need is one little low in the Gulf to push the water up two or three foot up in the upper Laguna Madre. It's going to raise the water back in the back of Alassan, back everything's going to flush our system back out.
3: Right. And so,
0: you know, it's just like putting your finger over a straw. And uh, it's funny that uh, you guys are closing, like I always said, you guys are closing down and. I just wish the Parks and Wildlife would do something besides change the limits, do something maybe to help us on, the, on our environment and not just change not worry about life and still. Let's, yeah, uh, it's, let's a, worry it's,
3: about a, it's a ticking yeah. clock, man. He, everything's got to be in order for everything to coincide. Uh-huh. I mean, you you got you to have the right water quality. you got to have uh-huh. habitat. I mean, y'all, y'all's main habitat down there is grass. I mean, that's, right. that's a plus. And, it filters our system. It filters and the system. We've lost over two thirds of our live oyster beds in this bay system. Think think if uh, you lost two thirds of all your grass down there, what it would do to your fishery.
0: Yeah, and you said something about oysters. You know, that's amazing how much water they fill like fifty gallons a day, one oyster, that is just yeah. unbelievable.
3: Exactly. And I, I went when I went
0: to fish with Jay over there in Rockport, that's one thing that you have that fresh oyster smell, that fresh water mm-hmm. in the morning, that clean smell, you know, and that's 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 what keeps their fishery and their water so clean is oysters filtered out. Our deal is grass filtering it. You know, and, uh, it's
3: funny you brought that smell up because I don't smell that smell on Trendy Bay like I used to all the years Jordan, I've lived yeah. there. You just mm-hmm. don't have that smell anymore. Mm-hmm. Man, that's you know, that something else, golly. Nutrient smell or whatever it is, that, you know, mm-hmm. just a fishy smell, you know, from all the all the bait fish, mullet, and, uh, you know, slicks and all that, you just don't. You know, and all the oyster stuff, it, it's, it's really changed. It's a lot different. Let me knock right, this break right. out, Cliff. All I'll right, come indeed. back. We'll talk some more. Hang on, buddy. All right, buddy. All right. Well, Boyd's One Stop, they're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croakers are located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke, 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be, and there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. They sell them right there at the store. They have them on display firsthand, all their different-sized bottles with regulators and diffusers. They refill your bottles there at the store, and uh, nothing like Boyd's oxygen response system. If you need more info on it, call Jason at 281-701-8107, and one you your... By the store, check out all their wild-caught guffs shrimp, those big 9-12, 16-18s. They've always got good prices, great availability, and their Cajun Grill next door. They really do put out some good food there also. Call them at 409-945-4001 or check them out at Boyd'sOneStop.com. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
2: You could spend the weekend doing the same old
1: whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show.
3: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 618 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go back and talk some more with Captain Cliff Webb. All right, Cliff, we're back, man. Thanks for the hold.
0: All right, buddy. Well, it doesn't seem like a boat race this morning. There usually a lot of fishing tournaments on Friday and Saturday. I can hear them taking off right at first daylight. I didn't hear a lot this morning, so maybe there's not too many fishing tournaments today.
3: Well, that's a good thing.
0: Yes, yeah, sir. It's, uh, we have a lot of, you know, the oil field and the builders associations, a, a lot of that stuff going on right now. this this time of year right it's going to calm down after after uh maybe oh mid mid mid-august things are going to put the brakes on down here it's funny when when school starts everybody kind of quits coming down so you just uh you have a lot of local traffic but you don't have a lot of the out-of-town stuff which is great Mm -hmm. you know they got this this bridge J F K Causeway, and these people get stacked up on this causeway trying to get in and out of here and uh you know and they're there's several years from building another one there's no telling how how bad it's going to get out here but it gets a little crowded
3: i bet it uh, does everybody yes, sir, going does, man. going over the causeway man mm-hmm. you're talking to people trying to get their boats in the shop and
0: most of these marinas it's, it's, they can't take another boat in their shop you know and let me oh, tell you what you talk about people knocking lower Guinness off this year oh my god mickey we got this low tide, you can't believe all the you are just getting whacked, oh my God, people don't are trying to cut through areas they are normally cutting through and the rocks and posts, and we have so much stuff on the intercoastal coastal big posts and buoys down. It's unbelievable, right you know, that, that's what's bad. It's crazy but,
3: uh, yeah, that's, if you're a boat uh, repair
4: man, you're in good shape,
3: yeah, if uh. You know, if you're used to running an area with a bull tide and running over the top of those rocks and everything, you, you got to keep an eye on them tides. As it drops a foot, that will cost you a transom in a lower unit, no problem.
0: You know, I tell people, if you're going to learn to learn to bay, learn it right now in July. and will just when run your tracks low. now. When it's low, you'll learn more stuff right now. And, and that's what I'm doing with some people here coming up. Uh, I'm going to run their boat here the next you know few weeks just to, just to get them a couple tracks, run through the rocks that way in the fall and the winter. They're all set. You know, they're all good. Mm -hmm. just do a half a day with them and and get them set up in their boat but uh, you know what's so crazy is uh, I don't know if you guys have more shad I've had more shad pogies in this system I think I've ever seen I was talking to a guy on the beach yesterday he was over in St. Joe that's north of Port Aransas over in St. Joe Island he said there's still just acres and acres of shad in the surf just sharks get on they're flipping out of the water but that's amazing how many pogies we have this year I I don't know if you guys got the same thing but uh
3: yeah We've always been a big pogey resource anyway. I mean, you can grow shed in a in a bar ditch or a sewage pond. Uh-huh. And, uh, man, they just, uh, they're almost a nuisance. There's so many of them yeah, at times. Incredible how many we got, you know. And uh, so, you know, it seems like
0: everywhere else, like Florida and stuff, those guys really use a lot of those for bait. Uh, you guys don't use much for bait. We don't use much pogies for bait, and no. it's a big deal and Louisiana, over in Louisiana. Oh, Sabine, you
3: know, they used to. I mean, that used to be the deal over there. Nobody even fished with live shrimp or croakers uh-huh. or anything. They could just cast netted yeah. at and use that for bait and caught trout till you they know, were sick of it.
0: Yeah, but the, the only thing we had when you and I started with shrimp are, are, are artificial, and yeah. we think about how many monster trout were caught on a popping cork and shrimp. With You know, with Sheikah, Sheikah would use that uh, Alameda float and uh, a right. shrimp. And uh, Wade fish with that with a bait bucket, and I put some of his stringers up against some of these guys with croaker stringers <laughs> on a poppy cork and a shrimp. You know that dirty water when that brown pot came. You know we had excuse <clears throat> we thought we had to use some live bait, and the Alameda float with a short with a short leader we could just you know Wade fish it with like a live like a like a artificial. And then they started hitting the cork. We go wait a minute, <laughs> we don't need that shrimp back there. They're smoking the cork. Let's go ahead and go with it. A she dog, and that, that's kind of what happened there. But uh, it is amazing how how these fish eat so many different things. People think you got to have this to catch trout. No, you got first thing you got to have the trout. That that's the problem is you you got the trout, you're going to catch them on what you're throwing normally. You know, we think about what we caught these fish on many years ago. Mickey was just amazing what they eat. God, now we have to have all this fancy stuff to catch a fish. I
3: don't oh, know. No. <laughs> yeah. We. We used to catch them up with World War Two equipment, man. Boats, I know it's just you know. like what. God. Hey, our boats were so undependable. You you were afraid to go too far because there was nobody mm-hmm. fishing. You go, man. If I break down today, I'm I'm just done. I might have to spend a night out here. You know, Those I look cell back. At the, I look,
0: yeah, and you, that's another thing. How many times we break down a year? Mickey was amazing
3: because the boats, know. you know, O2 sensors
0: and lower units, the pinion, all this stuff would break, and now it doesn't. So our technology has come a long way, and. Uh,
3: in all, you know, in, in all aspects.
0: In all aspects. And be able to find fish. Like, we, we, you and I had to really work to find fish. You know, we had to drive around, go different places. You know, now this, uh, you can plug a chip in and somebody can kind of tell you all the patterns <laughs> on your GPS. It's That's
3: it. Buy you an avionics chip. Put it in there and yeah, go where they tell one you. One spot that fishing. Is, be and a spot fisher. Have,
0: have you heard of anything big being caught in your area, anything over, you know, Ten pounds or anything. I know that one ten pounder got caught up there a few weeks ago up there by you. I saw that uh, big one.
3: I didn't hear about picture.
0: that one. Yeah, that was this one caught off the jetties. It was thirty-two inches, ten pounds. That was about three weeks ago. I got a I got I a picture of it. Well, I'll
3: send it to you. There's one unicorn. That's uh, yes. and and that doesn't surprise me on the jetties. That's you know that's yes sir. And yes. Them big fish. Whether well, there's been so many giant trout caught off them jetties over the years, you know that's. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, where that's where they live. That fish probably you know, our, live there his our,
0: entire our, life. I, I sit at the beach until about ten thirty, eleven o'clock in the morning. I go home. It's so hot. But those people on the jays right now, it's so hot on those rocks. You only see maybe a handful on the rocks right now.
3: It's oh, just I'll so bet. hot
0: on those rocks right now. But uh, our fishing is getting ready to turn around. And uh, you know, I, I'm going to think. Uh, I look back at the records last last year. Is a difference in the in our tides. Last year we were at 14 inches more water than we have right now. It's that low, Mickey. Our tides are, I've never seen it this low for this long, and it's got to be that southwest wind.
3: Has yeah, to we've, we didn't pull this long a period of southwest like we have this mm-hmm. year. But, boy, when it comes back, Katie, bar
0: the door, it's going to flush these flats with bait. Oh, my God, I can't yes. wait. It's going to be good. But uh, I can't do anything else with the boat or the truck. I've, <laughs> I've replaced everything, replaced it. The motor's on the power poles, so I'm just ready to go. I'm just chomping at the bit to get out there, but I don't have any trips for another week or two. It's just little
3: uh, school start, I don't expect to get too much going on till after school starts. No, we're kind of in a slow period now. Everything's kind of winding down. I can't believe these kids are already having to get ready to go back to school. Registration no, starting quick, and everything. They, they don't get any time like we used to. I mean, no, man. We got mean? out, what, towards the end of the May, and then we didn't have to go back till after Labor Day. I know. I know. That's nuts. Yeah, and then we have it. I think a lot of it is we didn't have air conditioning in
0: the school rooms. I think the teachers didn't want to go back too early.
3: (laughs) Boy. You know,
0: I think about how hot it was when we were kids. God Almighty, it's
3: crazy. Well, it just uh, times were different back then. We didn't, Mm -hmm. you just didn't have air conditioning. If If you wanted conditioned air, you'd go to a movie theater or something.
0: Yeah, that's so true. That is so true. I know how people do it right now, as hot as it is. It was the heating index was 121 in Corpus oh. Christi the other day. That's My nuts. Gosh. I seen all that stuff. A- actual temperature was 108. My buddy Fred goes up to Deerleaf. He said he was up at and He put out a bunch of soybeans and stuff. He said it was 108 actual degrees. That is, <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah, I like
3: those memes you see on social media to show a deer feeder. With a lid popped off of it, popcorn, and the deer standing around it eating popcorn. <laughs> That's good. Because <stuff. laughs> <it's> so hot.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know how this baby deer made it, but, you know, Barry said he's got in Laredo, he says lots of baby fawns. So they made it through that 100 and something degree heat. Oh, yeah. They
3: made it. Hey, That's there's nothing tougher than a South Texas deer, man. And, and yeah. you know, you get down there in the winter and you get a real good cold morning, and those deer don't want to move. They don't, especially if it's wet, they don't like that cold, wet stuff. They've, uh-huh. they, become so accustomed to that heat all year yeah yeah but uh, they're fat and happy looking for a good year but you should have
0: a lot of dove i'm seeing just tons of dove everywhere oh, so. blaine
3: said his place is just crazy with dove it's stupid mm-hmm.
0: yeah i'm hoping they'll, they'll stick around golly man i they all ran off last year it got a rain right at the beginning so hope it'll it'll all it'll hang out for me this year because it's right around the corner mickey
3: have you tried oh, to buy any know.
0: shotgun shells by the way have you tried to buy any shotgun shells
3: uh, yeah um, everybody's got them I, you know I've still good, good. you know I've got several cases you know that i've I've always been an ammo freak.
4: yeah but I just uh, you know
3: that's the thing is for a while they cut us down to two boxes a
0: day mm-hmm. you know and I think all that's behind us but boy it's been it's nice to be able to get shells again I may have to go to the, <laughs> I may go to Eagle Lake and go to Johnny's sports shop
3: Johnny's had pallets of it the other day. I saw it on yeah. Facebook. I mean, they're loaded. Yeah, up. he's got everything.
0: Jake's Six got it going is, on over there. If you half want anything, if Jake, Jake do not have it, man, got it. <laughs> you know? That's right. I have so many of my people I send up there. I said, well, if you're going by Eagles, if you're going that way, you can get your shells and everything there because,
3: man, he will set you up he guns, you up. ammo, hey, uh, yeah. fishing tackle. They got it all. They do. And did you get your new uh, stuff from Bass Assassin yet? No, I did not. I talked to Robin
0: yesterday. He said, I sent it. You might want to check because he. I wonder if he sent to it, it to
3: my old Troutmaster address. I don't off know if he Gulf really wants the where our office was because that's where he always mailed all of his product for the tournaments. And, oh, uh, I'm going to call him today did. to make sure. My old partner, Don Farmer's is licking his chops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, he's got some good colors, and I can't wait till I get back in the boat. So these things, you know, they're, they're some super good colors. He's going to make one like a glass minnow. He's, gonna make, he's getting ready in the process oh, of yeah. making making a like, little John looks just like a classman. Though, so hmm. that, that's going to be interesting. It's a little John knockoff. So, But, you know, little mirror lure hit, hit it on the nose when they made that little John. Oh, my God.
3: I remember the first what package it? I got them when they came out. You know, when they come out with little John, eight or ten years ago. I'm gonna say eight, yeah. Yeah, about eight years. And you looked, you looked at that thing, you go, go, "What? What are these? (laughs) What? I mean, are these miniature sluggos for bass fishing?" And uh, the purple caught my eye right off the bat. You know, the old purple demon. And Uh I mean, the first cast I made with one, I caught like a five pound trout on it. I go, "What?" (laughs) And uh, boy, I stuck with it, and I perfected it. Man, I've. Yeah, it's, it's I learned unbelievable. I fish with it. It's a hell of a bait. It is, Bubba. And, you know, you said something earlier about them.
0: So the small one's heavier, and it has got a it stays in the bottom. But the XL, when I'm around those deep rocks, with the small right. lead head, it doesn't go between the rocks. That was a game-changer on me, fishing deep structure. Hey, that's
3: a killer, X-XL, man, X-XL. when you're wading up here, too, that to put the uh, little John XL on and use like a pro-elite 16th or 8th-ounce head with it. Uh-huh. Oh, man. They gobble it.
0: Yes, sir. They smoke yes, sir. Mm-hmm. No. And uh, now, uh, I think now that uh, they've got a the color out called June Bug, and I, they've had it out for a while, these guys are smoking it on the June Bug down here. So I'm, I'm getting ready to order some. Have you seen that color?
3: No. That used God. to be a good color at Lake Conroe. I know Billy Mills, man. That's all he threw for bass half the mm-hmm. time was the June Bug. You am getting ready
0: to get some because I'm getting. I'm seeing so many good fish caught on it right now. It's awesome. My buddy in mm. Port of Rand has caught a bunch of big fish on them. But uh, it's funny how the, they get on one color. You know, it's it. it, it they don't see color. Right. It, you could be standing next to somebody who had a different color than the smoky. So there's something going on with the color. They do see color.
3: Okay. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So some days it just doesn't matter. You know, most of the time, but uh, certain picky days or patterns oh, yeah. we get on, you know, little ruts. Those uh, fish, man, they get on one color, and that's... <laughs> well, I'll be glad to get out of this heat rut, buddy. I'm ready to go fishing again, so, you know, I'm you can only
0: go... It. I've been going to the beach every day. I love it and everything, but not being able to fish the beach with this dirty water drives me nuts. At least I got a little surf to, to hang out on the surfboard, but, man, something's got to give here on the fishing. We've never well, had I'm, so many days of I'm this I'm waiting
3: stealthy. on the uh, fall equinox when you get those bull tides and you get to wait those real to. shallow flats that are normally too dry to wade and they're boiled yeah. up with water and the temperature is just right where you're not needing to put waders on but it's getting close mm-hmm. to getting back in your white man that's Oh, uh, uh, now you're talking you kind of
0: got kind of got the shotgun leaning up in the corner maybe do a little oh, bird yeah. out in the afternoon
3: kind Seeing of smell that north flats wind. flats of teal and well, the northeast <laughs> wind and a few pintails coming in early hey that's it don't get any better than that buddy
0: yeah, it is, buddy. You're Looking forward. It's so funny. We get we're so looking forward to summer and all that. Then about the, about the end of summer, we're looking forward to something else. You get enough of it. It's funny. Isn't it?
3: Yeah, early fall would be nice. You know, we're due one. We hadn't had one in a while. Mm
0: hmm. I'm ready to do some with this heat, make. I've never seen it so hot. It's nuts. We've, we're setting all kind of records in Corpus. I'm sure you guys are too.
3: Well, that high pressure has just been over us forever, and they claim it's sliding west. So, hey, let somebody else have it for a while. Mm hmm. Yeah, you I, know, see, uh, I, know the, I know the
0: offshore guys are ready because offshore has just been so rough for those guys. I don't know how they do it. I you don't know how plog and stuff does it. You know, all this rough stuff, trying to park and fish.
3: Man. So, well, they're, they're just not doing it. But uh, it's laid down today. He's going to go out looking is what he told me, him and Jerry. Good, good. But they're going to go look around. But uh, did you see the other day Death Valley was 128 degrees. Las Vegas broke Ooh. a new record. The old record was 117. It was 118. Goodness. Wow. Oh, and that, man, that that's just Texas away. heat sliding that way you know the that high dome <laughs> pressure
0: they put a they put it. They, they had thing on the news there, they put a a a thermometer on the pavement at 3 o'clock here the pavement was 150 uh, 151 degrees and they showed this this girl running with her dog <laughs> and the dog looks like it's going to die it's 150 the poor dog is old it can't keep up with the runner. She's sweating and the poor dog has no water. I'm going, going to kill that dog.
3: Can you imagine you know? what his feet look like?
0: Oh, I'm I can't sure believe people are you know, They get off work and the heat index is 120. They take their dog for a run. The dog's temperature is two degrees higher than humans, too. You know, their temperature is about 100 degrees, you put a sweater on them, they're right next to the, next to the ground. Let's run. <laughs> I was just like, come on,
3: man. I remember uh, playing in a <clears throat> tennis tournament back when I played tournament tennis in the uh, Labor Day Classic here at McGregor Park, one Labor Day weekend, and the court thermometer was reading 138, and you could smell no. your shoes melting on the court. That's how, right, <laughs> how those hard courts were, those green no, courts. That bond, oh,
0: That's hot, buddy. You stand, you stand still, you stick to the <laughs> ground. You stick to the ground and huh? I played a
3: guy in a, in a match three sets in that, and I couldn't even play. I couldn't even do two games of that now. Oh kill. man, that's oh, hard. Buddy. You're, we're too old watched. for
0: that. I couldn't. I couldn't stay out in the, I couldn't be a spectator in that. That would be too no, much, man.
3: A, there wasn't many. There weren't many spectators. <laughs> oh, man. many people watching yeah. it. You and that was a quarterfinal match. <laughs> there wasn't many <laughs> Playing on All black right,
0: paper. Yeah. Well, crazy.
3: Cliff, if somebody wants to come down and fish with you, man, give him a number, buddy.
0: Yeah, get me out of the house. Please do. All right. Call 361 949 0707. Hey, thanks for having me on, Mickey.
3: Hey, you bet, Cliff. Always a pleasure, man. Take care, buddy. Uh, All right. Love it. See you now. All right. All right. That's Captain Cliff Webb down in Corpus. And the Belleville Meat Market. This week, they're double featuring their double black pepper pecan smoked sausage and their cheddar cheese pecan smoked sausage. You can always try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available there in their store and on special fresh fryers, $1.59 a pound when you buy three or more. That's whole uncut fryers. And they're now serving homemade hot dogs and pulled pork in their barbecue section. Hot dogs are available in original and cheddar. And custom processing on pigs and calves, they do that all year long. You can order a half-calf or a hindquarter and have it processed any way you like. And their wild game processing, they make their Vinnie dogs and hot dogs there also. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. You can bring something home from your hunt the entire family can enjoy all year long. They're celebrating over 41 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name.
2: Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
3: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 639 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Livingston now at Penma Campground and Marina and check in with Mr. Harry D. Tan. Harry, good morning. How are you, bud? Hey, good morning, Mickey. How are y'all this morning? Couldn't be better. It's all good, my friend.
4: I understand that. Well, I guarantee it's already hot here on Livingston this morning. (laughs) You think? (laughs) I think we're hitting right at 80 80 degrees, something like that. But uh, anyway, the wind's flat, and and, uh, we got just a little bit of wind, not much and all. But, uh, you know, we're... uh, this lake, you know, we're probably about eight inches uh, below normal pool right now, and and uh, uh, the problem is, you know, they're letting out uh, like eighteen hundred cubic feet a second, and that's not a lot of water, but that's more than we've got coming in from Dallas, and yeah. uh, so you know, if, if nothing, if we don't get some rain or or whatever, and they continue at that rate, which that's not a great big. R- release that they're doing no it's not but do you think
3: they would uh, back off a little more than that you know since they, the lake's down eight inches which which uh, is good for this time of year as dry as it's been yeah. i'm surprised it's not lower than that i really am yeah
4: well you know mickey in years past i've seen it uh, uh down around nine 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 hundred or a thousand cubic feet you
3: yeah, know right and
4: but i don't but you know i think if i'm if i i did not completely miss it we probably got about like i don't know 900 950 cubic feet a second coming coming down the river out of the dallas there's not a lot of water in the river at all right so you know so you know we went down i think this the lake's week, pretty we, clear huh yeah the the lake's clearing up really nice it, yeah. it really is i was looking at it there yesterday off my fueling platform and you can see a hull sitting down in, in the water. Yeah. It's, it looks really good. So
3: that's good. So, you know, cool. uh,
4: so anything, it, everything is kind of rocking along. It's kind of normal for this time of the year and for hot weather. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll tell you one thing, Mickey, it is quiet up here this morning. I mean, there's not a, not a lot of activity going on. Uh, it's it's it looks like it's going to be a pretty quiet weekend so we'll see how it turns out i mean it might it might surprise me but i think the heat's keeping a lot of people away it and you is. know it is I, I guarantee it is plenty hot you know the white bass they're still going good uh they're still catching some nice whites they're getting a little bit uh the question that is a little bit harder to catch i mean they're not as easy as they was. There was a time, I mean, you could just throw a lure anywhere and, and catch them. But but right. the weather's picked up in the heat, and uh, actually the shed is starting to split just a little bit. And when that happens, you have to you have to be uh, a little more on the, on them to 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 catch them. But there's I've still got people coming in with some nice catches of white bass. Uh, I had one guy come in, he had some really nice catfish and, and and I don't know what happened to the black bass. They kind of picked up this week. Uh, I've seen more black bass come in this week than anything. So, Yeah, I bet I with that know.
3: cleaner water, you know, the lake cleaning up like it is, it'll uh-huh. make it good for the bass fishermen.
4: Yeah. I, so, anyway, things are really, really pretty good. Uh, you know, you just need to get you about, I don't know, 40, 50 pounds of ice and wrap around you and get on out there and have fun, you know what I mean? <laughs> It'd be <laughs> nice if you could, Hey, think it be nice if you could get an air-conditioned boat. It'd be pretty good, you know.
3: Right.
4: But, but uh, anyway, but uh, things are uh, really doing uh, quite well for this time of the year on Livingston. You know, used to when they, I don't know, when we had to make the saltwater barrier for the Wallaceville plant. You know, in uh, last July and August, we'd go, uh, you know, two foot low to put to keep the saltwater. Backs, but uh, that's that doesn't happen anymore. So it's just uh, it's going to be a kind of a quiet weekend this weekend. It sure is, but you know it's it's so cotton picking hot outside. I mean, uh, at least I, I feel it pretty good. You know, I know the kids. Yeah, they're don't showing. Feel it's still...
3: Supposed to hit like 101 in Houston today, so that ought to put you at the yes, century sir. mark for sure up there.
4: It it ought to it ought to be in there pretty close. You know. I know I was going down the, the road there the other day. I was going towards umble and this was about a week or week or so ago when I looked at the temperature gauge on that truck on that truck and and going down the highway that I guess the heat coming off the pavement it said like one hundred four and yeah. uh that's that's pretty warm that's that's really warm but, so anyway, everything you know we're going to get into a pretty good transition. You know, I'm already starting to see guys uh, mowing right a and stuff, get ready for deer season and a few things like that. Uh, oh, and by the way, they did put a burn ban on Polk County this week. Uh, you know, all the, the grass, I mean, it's gone from green to uh, pretty much brown.
3: Man, I hadn't uh, mowed dude, my yard in two weeks, and I still I have, you know, green places, but I've watched yeah. some neighbors. Mow theirs and just burned them up man it's just solid yeah. brown now we yeah we got we got uh, a burn down out my way you know in chambers county but people are still burning uh-huh. i had somebody burning behind me yesterday i could smell it going man oh one i what, one all it cinder takes hits that the dead grass farm. and you'll light the country up man
4: yeah, you sure will real quick and, and you know what green grass there is up here mickey you can run a mower across it and when you cut it it's brown underneath you know it's yeah. just like the the tips are just green, and uh, right, uh, you know. So you take it, just this hot weather and just a little bit of wind, it dries out pretty, pretty, pretty quick. So anyway, it'll, uh, you know, I don't think it can get any worse than what we did like last summer. I mean, you know, we did have a a long dry spell last summer. I mean, uh, it it got. I think the month of August was probably about as dry as I ever did see it. And then you know the previous year before that, I think we got nine inches of rain in August. So
3: yeah, I remember that we did.
4: Yeah, that's that's quite unusual. It really is. But uh, you know, and I think uh, I think some of the schools are starting. Uh, I'm going to say it. I may be wrong. I, I, it's either the seventh or the fourteenth of August. They just for whatever reason they just keep the starting school a little bit earlier every year, and also. I don't know, just, uh, it'll, all, it'll all work out. But but anyway, yeah, things are good at, at here on Livingston. It's just pretty hot weather. Uh, you know, if you get out early in the morning and fish to about, I don't know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, you can do all right. Uh, or if you go late in the evening, uh, you know, I used to do a lot of late in the evening type fishing. You know, I'd leave here about, I don't know, 4 or 5 o'clock and fish to 8 o'clock at night and uh things get a get the they're not as not as hot as what they are in the middle of the day but uh uh anyway it works it works pretty good you just kind of have to have to improvise a little bit to to make it work but
3: uh yeah i kind of like things. that uh Afternoon air conditioning from about one thirty to about uh, five in the evening. And really it really doesn't get nice till about seven. It gets real nice. Yeah,
4: that with or without a recliner, Mickey?
3: Uh that's that's recliner provided. Uh lazy boy leather recliner. Nothing yeah, like it. That
4: that is exactly right. I mean A Bubba bottle, yeah, you-
3: one of them big ones. You can put a bear in that recliner I got. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. They're pretty nice. I don't know what it is about, like, about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, but that's if I could do it, that would be a great time for a nap, you know. I mean, I don't know. You know, you had a real hot, a hot day, you know, and something about around 3 o'clock. I mean, I think I could just about lay down at 3 o'clock and, and, and sleep all the rest of the day and night,
3: I think, sometimes. But but uh, I hadn't been able to do that. I sure hadn't. I know. Oh, I've been in a the- i got some weird sleep habits going on right now with a schedule. I've, I've almost gone nocturnal where I can't sleep at night, but when I get through with the show and go home, I can sleep like a alligator on, like, on a big yeah. log on Lake Livingston.
4: I know. What time do you get up in the morning, Mickey?
3: Uh, well, here lately it's been 1 and one thirty. just can't sleep. Yeah, and, I know uh, it. Because I, I sleep too much in the mornings when I get home. I'm so tired, and, uh, well, I, I pass out good and sleep hard. Yeah, and then I know. Fiddle around yeah. in the afternoons and the evenings, and then the Astros get you all stirred up at night, and then you can't go to sleep. Uh-huh. In West Coast yeah. games, they kill me. I, I, yeah. I just can't go to bed on them because you never know what's going to happen next. If they're going to blow it or they're going to hang on to it or what. I'll get you a couple <laughs> of those uh, Z-Quills and take
4: one of them. They'll make you go to sleep, yeah, yeah. or at least they do me. But, you know, but everybody you know, goes, oh, I I'll totally. take
3: melatonin. I can't tell you. It gives me a headache, and I never get headaches. But when I take melatonin, I get a headache from it for whatever I've, reason. I've, take, I've taken that, but
4: it doesn't seem to have any effect on me. My problem, My biggest problem is, Mickey, I can lay down. I don't care what time it is. I can go to sleep, like, real quick, but I don't stay asleep. Right. You know, I might wake up about four hours, five hours later. You know, and, and when, when my eyes open up, it's just like a new day. I mean, I'll, it's like my batteries are charged. Hey, that's an that
3: old people pattern, man.
4: I think you're. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. You know, I mean, you know, I mean.
3: No, but I think it's real. I, I mean, all, all, all my old hands that I know that they're my age, yep. they go through the same thing.
4: Yeah, same thing. You know, so uh, sometimes I'll, I'll get up. You know. And, one thirty or two in the morning, and I'll fiddle around, and drink me a cup of coffee, and mess around a little bit. And I said, "Well, uh, then I can lay back down and go to sleep," you know. I'll, yeah. I, but it's, but you know, I, I think it's a, I think it's a habit, what it is. And it I don't, is. I don't, I don't know. It's something you get used to. But, uh, but anyway, everything's uh-huh. going real good up here on Livingston. I mean, uh, the lake don't go dry. I think we're going to be. in we're going to be in good shape. But, uh, now, July Fourth, we'll,
3: there was a lot of people up there. July Fourth, wasn't there? You, I we had one good, morning I couldn't even talk to you. You were too busy. No, you couldn't, couldn't pick up I, the phone.
4: I mean, my it was we was packed. I mean, uh, and it, it started early that morning. I mean, people in and out, and we, right. we, we was fueling boats and and doing this and doing that. You know, I mean, it just it was. Uh, it was a lot of it, and that whole weekend was uh, uh, really. A, uh, it was a strong weekend. It really was. I think people was ready to get out or, whatever you know. And, right. and uh, they uh, there we had a lot of people. I, you know, I don't, you know, I had about I had about uh, four. I had about four little old boys that saved my saved my whole thing there Fourth of July weekend. I mean those boys they wasn't with about i don't know 12 years old or whatever and uh um man we had boats coming in the left and right trying to get them fueled and and people you know them them kids they wound up out parking boats and stuff they made really good they sure well, that's did. awesome they they did i mean i didn't have to ask them they just decided to do it you know and and uh, they was they was out yonder. They'd help people get in in their boat, and they'd help them get gas in it and everything else. And uh, they did they, uh, just for little old young boys. And they stuck with it. It was hotter than a firecracker out yonder too. And and they they did it the whole weekend. And uh, uh, they they did quite. And let I tell you what, uh, uh, they, they did pretty well on tips too. I um, bet. They did. They did. I mean, and, but you know, uh, the biggest compliment uh, that I heard uh, feedback from people, they said, "We sure like to see young kids like that willing to work." And those boys was willing to work. They really was. I mean, they wasn't. They wasn't no couch potato or anything like that. I mean, they they was. out to to work, and and uh, uh, they they did. They did good. They did a good job. They sure I like- did.
3: Probably has a lot to do with the way they're getting raised, you know, with their parents. That's off. Yeah, they do.
4: You
3: know, uh,
4: over the years, Mickey, I've had a lot of a lot of kids. Uh, long, I don't see it quite as much as I used to, but a long time ago, I knew there was about I don't know a, three or four uh, single mothers, and mm-hmm. they had they had boys, you know, ten ten eleven years old, and, and times was tough, and they really couldn't afford a babysitter in the uh, in the, uh, 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 where they, well, they went to work. And, you know, they'd bring them kids out here, and, and uh, they'd say, you do whatever Harry tells you to do, you know, they'd lay the law down to them, but they really didn't have to do that, you know. And, and all the boys, they'd follow them and they'd do what they'd run up and down the banks and fish, or they'd do anything that you ask them to do. And, you know, that was a long time ago, and, you know, all of those boys grew up to be pretty good pretty good guys. You know yep. what I mean? There you I mean, go. They did and,
3: and, you know, work they're,
4: right now. they're grown and got families and, and uh I think they do everything pretty pretty good but uh so it you know, uh it's it was good for them and probably truth be known it is good for me, you know, I mean, uh, uh well I kinda I enjoyed them anyway. Right. I mean you know, they uh
3: all right, Harry. Well, I got a bail, buddy. It's time to wrap her up. If somebody wants to call up at Pinwall, give them a number, man.
4: It's, uh, it's 936-967-4752. Hey, Mickey, go home and take a nap.
3: I will. I promise you that uh-huh. is going to happen uh-huh. here shortly.
4: Uh, take care of yourself.
3: Harry, thank you, buddy. You have a good one. Stay cool if that's All possible. Right. See you, man. I will. Thank All right, you. Bud. Bye-bye. All right, that's Harry D. Tan up on Penwall Campground and Marina at Lake Livingston. It's time to go, though. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m., right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.